What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. And I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money Happy Hour. This is a show where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about, everyone. You know, pop culture. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about? Current events. Money. Money, all the things. And today we're talking about weddings, Rachel. I know. Do you hear the wedding bells in the background? I'm sure the editor puts them in at this point. There we go. Whether you're having a wedding, you're in one, you're invited to one, we're covering it all. It's very stressful to me, and because of that, we got to pop some champagne. That's right. Are you ready? I'm great at popping champagne. Really? I'm actually like the person at parties. It's a weird life skill to brag like, about. Because it's hard. Okay, you ready? You ready? Hold all on. right. Hold on. Wow. I know. Did you take a class to learn that? You're welcome. I'm very impressed. So we are. We're, it's a celebratory drink. The old champs. Yep. And because we're on a budget, we got the cheap stuff from Trader Joe's, but I can't tell the difference. It's just good bubbly. Tastes great. I think it's delicious. So wait till the end. We'll reveal the cost, give you our rating at the end of the episode, and no real recipe here. You literally just pour champagne. That's it. All right, George. It's a big year for many things, but for weddings specifically. This is insane. Everyone's coming out of the pandemic funk, and they are ready to tie the knot. Getting hitched. So the not anticipated that we would see as many as 2.6 million weddings take place in 2022 this past year. So That's a lot of weddings. That's a lot of weddings, George. I have no clue if that's a lot, but it feels like a lot. I mean, think I about mean, that divided by 365, how many weddings that is a that day. Do that math, George. Oh, that hurts my brain. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Too many shams. So the question of the day, how much is this going to set those 2.6 million couples back? Well, we're going to break it down into two acts pre-wedding and actual wedding, and both numbers hurt my brain. Oh, okay, are you ready to dive in? It's Emotionally, kind of depressing. No. Okay, so I've been married 13 years. I'm married four. Okay, so we're, we're out of the game a little bit. It's been a few years since we've been in the wedding pot. Do you still get invited to weddings? Uh, no, no. Wow. I know. We don't have anyone in our lives getting married. I'm so sorry. Well, after after looking at these stats of what it costs to help be in a wedding, I'm glad I'm not invited. Can we just say it's that much? too much. All right. Let's start with the very first thing, the engagement ring. Mm. This is where it all starts. So the average cost of an engagement ring in 2021 was $6,000. That feels like a lot comparatively to the average salary. Yes, that's out there. I know. That's a big chunk. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. So... We always say that the rule is one month's salary. That feels more appropriate. But I feel like the standard is three months. People say that. That's like the industry standard. Three months salary. That just feels insane. So if you make four grand a month, that's 48 grand a year. They're saying you should spend $12,000 on a ring? And who's they? This is why America's broke. Who's they, George? I don't know. uh, the, The wedding ring industry? The diamond companies? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. De Beers. They started this all, what, like back in the 1930s. Uh, Makes sense. They're like, hey, you should spend a ton of money on a wedding ring. We'll make that a trend. And that is the real reason we buy these diamonds. Like, why diamonds out of all the stones in the world? That's crazy. I know. Have you seen Blood Diamond? They just made us believe that they're the best diamond. They're the best stone out there, Rachel. Not true. And not true. So, 
I think the one month salary. That's that's kind of where where I would go. Tell me when you bought Whitney's ring. That would be my emotional limit. I don't even think I spent that. I just found the most beautiful ring I could find that I knew she would love on Etsy. On Etsy. Yes. Well done, George. And then it wasn't about how big is the stone. It was just totally. like, oh, this is the this is the ring for her. This is it. I know. And she loves it to this day. Do you well, love your ring? Wednesday, I do love my ring. So my mom got a pair of earrings from my dad for their twenty fifth wedding anniversary. And so she ended up giving me an earring and my sister an earring to use for our center stone, which that was really sweet. So that is very sweet. So Not Winston only is it sentimental, the but isn't that like a life hack for Winston to save money? <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> it helped out. No, but he had money saved. He's the saver of the relationship. So, yeah, and it's great. And I don't think I—I I don't know. The, the ring for me, I always think, like, you can upgrade later. Yes. So why feel like you have to spend all this crazy money if it's going to put you in a financial bind— just upgrade later. Which, by the way, please never go into debt for an engagement ring. Oh, how sad. Never. Could you imagine being married and then paying, getting the bill for your ring months and Yikes. months and months and months Or imagine and months. getting engaged and you don't end up getting married. And then she's got the ring. Ouch. Well, she'd give it back. I, you don't know. George. <laughs> if I was spiteful, I'd go sell it. No, you get back the Which, ring. Which, by the way, rings are a depreciating asset. And so you bought that ring for five grand. You go to sell it. You ain't getting five grand, chief. Sorry. Yeah, you want to hear this story about a depreciating asset? Hit me. Mariah Carey was engaged to James. Okay, in Very 2016, are you ready for this? Popped the question with a 35-carat ring valued at $13.2 million. That's a lot of millions. That's a lot of millions. Now, he's like a billionaire. But here's the juicy detail. When they broke up, she sold the ring for $2.1 million. 13.2 to down 2. to 2.1. In two years. Went down. It lost $11 so that, million in value. I wonder if she was just antsy to get rid of it. I don't know. It almost but it feels is a depreciating like asset. She to your stuck point. it to the man. She was like, And it's not a point of like, and here's where, where it makes me a little bit mad. It's the materialistic culture we live in. People, the very first question, which I do this, so I don't think it's a bad question. I'm like, oh my gosh, let me see the ring. If someone's like, I can't engage. I'm like, oh my gosh. Because you're excited. It's, oh, yes. It's the thing that symbolizes the relationship. Like, it's a great thing. But yet, when people feel There's like, pressure. yeah, that it has to be this like crazy big ring, I'm like, I don't know. I question, I question it. I, I, I hate the materialistic side of the sweet sentimental value that that circle brings to the eternity of your relationship, George. Agreed. Do you feel so, it? Do you feel well, it deep in your heart? What that points to is like, it's not about me and my spouse. It's about what do other people think mm. about the size of this ring and how, what does that mean about me and my success. Oh, don't get me started, Rachel. We got to get that out of here. for And it's starting off your marriage that way. Life's too short for that. Oh, my gosh. Uh-uh. So you get the ring, and then you got to propose. So the proposals become a big deal as well. Huge. Huge. <laughs> Huge deal. So according to The Knot, 19% of all proposals happen in the month of December, and Christmas Day is the most popular day to pop the question. I ain't competing with Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's, wow. But I guess it's a special, like, everyone's in a good mood on Christmas. Everyone's it's together. Yeah. Family's there. So I get it. It makes sense. Okay. So, but the proposals have gone, they've gotten insane. Out of control. So, when I was in high school, prom proposals weren't even like a thing. Like, I think you just like asked someone and you're like, I got a note in my locker one time to like, like, they, it wasn't a big deal. But now the kids, I feel like years after high school, when I would look back on Facebook, they would do these a lot crazy. Just for prom. Oh, So yeah. now— They, like, flash mobs, choreographed dancing. Yes, enter a proposal, and people go nuts. Was yours crazy? How did Winston propose? No, no. He proposed to me um, on 
on a tennis court. Were you guys playing tennis? <laughs> no, we were not. But it was the first place we ever hung out one-on-one. And oh, we ended up on sweet. this tennis court. I don't even know. I Well, I do remember. I won't bore you with the details. But yeah. And so he took me back to the very first place that we hung out. And then we went to a steakhouse in Knoxville after and my family had driven in from Nashville. Oh. Or drove in. Drove in from Nashville. Drove. Driven in. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm, yeah. Uh, and so... They were there. Winston's family was there. And we had a great dinner. And that wow. was it. And it was wonderful. I had a digital camera. That's how long ago it was. What, like a Nikon cool pic? Like, what are yeah, we talking about? It here? was. The little went down in the front. You know a cool pic. That's what's up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Had to had to take the little chip out to put it in my laptop to upload to Facebook. Oh, the SD card? Yeah, that's okay. what it's called. It's like the chip. I was like, what are we talking here? <laughs> wow. So that was, that was it. Simpler times. And it was wonderful. Wish we could what go What about back. you? Uh, well, I did mine at the Ramsey office, which does not sound romantic. It was at the old office. But here's what I did. That was a little over the top, but... You know, I'm a musician, and so I recorded, I wrote a song for Whitney called Whitney Jane. I then recorded the song, made a music video. Oh, my gosh, And then got her, snuck her into the conference center at our old building, got her to sit down and watch the video, and at the end of it, I walked up and proposed the garage doors lift to reveal Dave Ramsey and 80 of our friends, family, coworkers celebrating. Oh, my gosh. It was pretty epic. I missed it. You were not invited. What's I'm just kidding. You probably just weren't. You probably couldn't make it. But it was very special, and uh, I would do it all over again. Although so I will say, so very stressful proposals. If you're a guy, one of the most stressful moments of your life. Oh, I believe more stressful than the wedding day. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good There's just know. so much that could go wrong with a proposal. Wedding day is like it's not really on you. There's a thousand other things that could go wrong, but sure. the proposal is like you screw that up. That's on you, bro. Yeah, it's all. It is. It's so all I just on you. Take the pressure. You don't off have a wedding guys. planner to be helping yeah. you. Well, I guess some. And don't right. wait to have this crazy proposal. Like the homegirl's been waiting eight years already, Jeff. All right, just go ahead and propose. Don't try to make a big stink about it. Michael, she just, wants your just get the ring and propose. Yes. Come on, Michael. So don't make it too extravagant. I know. Okay. So then you got your engagement photos that now are averaging like twenty five hundred dollars. For the whole package, yeah. I mean, it can be pricey. Yeah, which is— Again, I got friends to do my, do ours, so it was way cheaper. And again, these are just for, like, the save the date. So you don't need to go crazy with engagement photos. Don't make too big okay, a deal of it. now we're about to get to the good stuff. Uh-oh. This is, this is where my mind just is blown. I feel like a boomer. That's what we're about to talk about because I can't relate. I can't even—I don't even understand. Is this one of those, like, back in my day? Bachelor and bachelorette parties today. Oh, yes. Can we— Talk about it, George. I think we just— What the crap is happening? Can I say that? Yes. What is happening? We'll bleep you out saying crap, Rachel. What? I was about to say, what children listening. I was about to say— There are children. The this destination that's not show. heaven. What the is happening? But I'm like, it is It is crazy. We live in Nashville, which is like bachelorette capital of the world. And people spend so much money. So much money. Do you think it's because they're getting married later in life so they, like, have careers and have money to spend? That could be part of it. When I got married, we were doing that. Yes. We didn't have social media back then. Like, no one was posting about their bachelorette party. It was just, like, a private group moment. We have a friend, and she's going on one, and they made her have, like, a white outfit, a pink outfit, a black outfit, and then a white bathing suit, a pink bathing suit, a black bathing suit. Like, all this— like like uniforms, George. Oh, yeah. Uniforms for these parties. Well, and here's the things they're now doing. There's Airbnbs. There's private chefs. The decorations. The Uber ride. The matching outfits. The flights. The food. The drinks. The snacks for the weekend. It's out of control. So these can easily add up to $1,000 per person. Who are these people? And then you think about a fr- And then I think about a friend group that's like 10 friends. And if you all get married, 
like close together. You're going on 10 of these? George. I, I feel especially bad for the women. Like, I'm a guy, I don't have as many friends. I've only been a part of a few <laughs> weddings. Like, my goal is to have n- friends that aren't close enough that would ever ask me to be a groomsman <laughs> in their wedding. George. I think it will co- it'll save me thousands and thousands of dollars over my lifetime to have few friends. Oh, my god! But it is, like, do you feel a pressure of, like, I can't be the one to be like, that's not in the budget. Like, there's a pressure to just go. Oh, like, I could only imagine, I guess yeah. we get calls on the Ramsey here's, show Here's what this. I'm feeling are the 40th birthdays. This is where I'm at in life. Friends turning 40. You're not 40. I'm not. My friends are. I hang out with old people. Let's be okay, honest. I was going to no. say. No, but the 40th birthday is like a big deal. And so we've already done a trip with friends for that, which is great. And like, that's great. But but if everyone's expecting a trip, like, oh my, you just, I, you don't have time. And then, and then it costs a lot of money. So I can't even imagine feeling this from a wedding standpoint because there's a, like a sweetness, right? Like I want to celebrate my friends. But also what people expect these days. Here's the question, George. If pictures were not allowed on social media from bachelor and bachelorette parties and proposals, let's just put it all off. Weddings too. Let's throw weddings in there. This entire subject, if they were not allowed on social media, do you think people would still go as big? No. I mean, half the reason you do this stuff is for the photos that you post. And you'll go, wow, what a beautiful, oh my gosh, this Look at her, and then she looks at all the likes and then feels affirmation from social media, from technology. What is our world coming to, George? You know what never happens in marriage counseling? They're never like, the centerpieces weren't right at the wedding. I know. And it's still bothered. <laughs> we, he wouldn't spring for the, se- come on, guys. It's so true. Like, the, the fact that we spend this kind of money on these insane one-day parties and invite people we wouldn't even really want okay. there. Okay, let me throw this in there. Because I hate to, I never want to be the person that's like, I would never spend X on something. I don't want to be that person because it's not a moral thing. Because let's say everyone has a million dollars in their bank account and they choose to spend $1,200 of that million on a party. Go, girl. Go, girl. I don't care. That's great. That, that is that scenario. A, but that's not the case. For us, <laughs> George. Yes. For, so we're not mad for majority at of people. If you have the money, no, and even these part, right? Like, if you have the money to go spend, and that's what you choose, that's great. But the problem is, people not having the money, they're living paycheck to paycheck. Inflation's insane. Credit card debt's insane now. Like, and you're and you're putting yourself in a worse financial position in the name of getting three bathing suits for the bachelorette party. Like, it's just no. And we take calls on the Ramsey show and people call in and they're like, hey, I'm trying to get out of debt right now. And my friend wants me to go on the trip to the bachelorette party. I don't have the money. It's really hard to say no. But that kind of conversation is very hard to do, but it's so worth it because you will leave with resentment from that trip. And I've heard John Deloney say, which he's quoting another psychologist, choose guilt over resentment. So good. That is wise. I'd rather feel bad for not being able to go than be resentful because I'm $2,000 extra in debt. Yep. So one in five attendees of bachelorette parties say that they spend $1,000 or more. Bachelors, one in three, say that they spend $1,000 or more. So you go to the party, you, you celebrate being a bachelor, and then you got your wedding showers on top of that, which Oof. people bring gifts for, and then you have the rehearsal dinner, which is usually, you know, the night before, the day before the event of the wedding. Which don't go crazy on the rehearsal dinner. Can we all just agree to just do a very simple dinner? I mean, it's like a mini wedding, some of these rehearsal dinners. It's insane. So on average, people are spending $2,300 on that, and that's traditionally paid for by the groom's family. And yeah, big, nice dinners and all of it. So anyways, all of this alone, George, before the wedding actually happens, it is going to cost close to, on average, $18,000. And that's not like the 
bride or groom is paying that money, that a lot of that is depending on the family situation. Out who of the knows pocket of the, the the bridesmaids or the you know, or I guess yeah. the groom for the ring, the parents, it, the so. bridesmaids. Oh, and one thing, the thread through all of this is never go into debt for any of this. Whatever your amount you can spend, that's what you spend. And part of that is I've seen a lot of people say, well, you should get a credit card for all of your wedding expenses because oh, then you get the rewards and you go on the free vacation, Rachel. No. It's such no. a great deal. Don't do this. No, not worth Create it. a wedding budget. Stick to it. I have the nerdiest like Google sheet from all of our wedding expenses. It will break your brain if you looked at it. But okay. So don't let so comparisons helpful. drive your decisions on money. Don't let social media be the motivator. And be wise because let's be honest, all this is just a day. It's a flash in the pan, I know, as they say. I know, I hate to be that person because I do love a good wedding, and I loved the dress. I mean, I loved it. I loved it. But take half your budget and spend it on the wedding and all of this fun stuff. Take the other half and use it for therapy later because— Amen. Having a good, deep marriage with a lot of, you know, digging in there, George. It's worth it. Agreed. And you don't get that. I was going to say, with a, with a pink— Dress out on the town in Nashville at the bachelorette party. <laughs> Spend more time on your marriage instead of money on the wedding. That's right. All right, so this was all the pre-wedding. Now let's talk about the day. I'm exhausted already. The wedding itself, George. We haven't gotten there. What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Dun, dun, da, da. Dun, the wedding dun, da, da. day is here. You made it. So here are my tips this for feels the wedding like survivor, day. For people just to get married in today's day and age. It's kind of terrible. I'm sorry, everyone. That putting them through the ringer. <laughs> I know. It's like, hey, you need $100,000 and the most stress you've ever experienced in your life. You <laughs> ready for this? All right now. All right, here are my tips. I want to hear your tips. Okay. Uh, do the pictures before. I know Smart. people are like, wah, wah. But for real, get them done. So when you, when you get up the aisle, you just leave. And you go to the reception before anyone else, which is my next one. So you're the first one at the reception so you can enjoy your food. Eat your food. I would also say cut the cake and do the first dance toward the beginning of the reception just to get it out of the way. Uh, so you're not having a good time. Like, hey, we need you over to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. Got it. And I wouldn't do, like, people still do a receiving line. Where you stand there and there's, like, a line of 100 people yeah, waiting people to Yeah, people come and you. say congratulations. And I don't think I would. Just skip it. Yeah. Just go have fun. Go enjoy. People get it. The guests, they're fine. They're fine. And if there's a way to cut down on food costs, like, you know, if you do a plated dinner, usually you have to have like a wait staff to bring the plates. Like there's all that versus if you do buffet. So that's a that's a easy way to cut some costs. Smart. Uh, one thing we did, instead of personal vows in front of everyone, we did a card and a gift to each other privately. That was a fun, you know, intimate moment. And also, coordinator was 100% worth it. Yes, there are so many I details. And for totally. someone to tie it all together and rally everyone up, uh, that's 100% worth it. For sure. So the average cost for a wedding now is $28,000. Venue on average is $10,700. The wedding dress is $1,800. Music, $1,800. Florist, $2,300. Catering, $75 a person. What's the one you think is like, hey, if you had to skip this, skip it? I have mm. mine. 
you can't skip the wedding dress, but I know I would. I mean, it makes me sad to say, but I would. I would say the florist. Same. <gasps> really? Yeah, because what? Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful, but if you well, really like, you had to cut, you don't even really get to experience half of the flowers, and they die three days later. You know what we had to do? We had to cut some of our budget because we were over. And on the sides of the pews at the church, instead of flowers that marked the pews, we got married at Christmas. It was December 19th. So we did these like holiday berry pine leaf Oh, that's thing. fun. Yeah. Way less expensive than flowers. So that's there's amazing. creative stuff you can do. Rachel, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> can I share a fun fact? Because people ask me about this. You know that I want a free wedding. That's right. Which is very upsetting to anyone who's had to pay for a wedding. I want to know every detail. So people are like, what's your best tips for getting a free wedding? As if it's like applicable (laughs) to everyone. (laughs) Tell me. The quick backstory, Whitney somehow stumbled onto this local contest online, found this website that was not doing great marketing for it. And so she found this contest for a $28,000 all-expenses-paid wedding package. $28,000? Yes. I mean, it included everything you can think of. Now, the caveat was it has to be on November 2nd, and you can only have 50 people, and that includes the bride, the groom, the bridal party, and your guests. Which, once you have the bride, the groom, and the bridal party, you're down to, like, four people can attend this with a guest. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But we ended up winning it because, like, seven people entered this contest. No joke. And all you had to do was submit a video under five minutes sharing your story. And you're great at creative stuff. And whoever got the most likes on their video in a week won. So out of the seven, we were one of the five finalists. And let me tell you, most of these videos were like tragically bad, like just terrible. So we ended up getting the most likes on our YouTube video and we won the package. That's pretty unbelievable, George. We made, if you want to learn more, you can Google camel free wedding and it's on there on some local websites. Yeah, I found it. So that was a huge blessing. The only thing I did pay for was a live camel at our wedding because it was just my way of having some fun. That was about 750 bucks, and then we did have to pay for video. So photographer was included, uh, video was not. But, you know, again, I've got friends in that space, and so they gave us a deal. And the camel was worth every penny. The camel was the highlight. Its name was Cowboy, and it was from this exotic petting zoo in Tennessee. This guy just does camel rentals. (laughs) What a business. What are we doing here? I know. We missed out. It was absolutely incredible. So there's our free wedding story. Sorry, it does, the tips do not apply to everyone. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. So some ways, some fun ways to save on your wedding if you are planning. Again, use some um, strategy around your florals, kind of like what I said earlier. Yes. Be smart about that. There's some ways to save money there for sure. You can actually create your own photo booth. So create a Polaroid station with a few cameras instead of paying for a photo booth vendor. It's like $1,000. And also try some signature drinks with a time limit. Oh. So instead of an open bar, you can have like a, you know, a certain, I guess, time limit. Yeah, that's smart. And then so. the day you choose as well matters. So a Friday or Sunday can save you big money on the venue, on the rehearsal dinner, all of that stuff. And your food and beverage minimums will also be lower. Fun fact. There you go. Okay, so I want to know why... Is everything so extravagant these days? I just didn't feel it. And again, maybe I was young when I got married, which I was. It was a different time. I mean, I guess so 13 years ago, it didn't feel like it. I feel like I'm young, like an old young young buck. (laughs) Well, like social media hadn't exploded yet. Like Facebook was around, but that was like pretty much it. So why, what's the motivation you think? Is it just, is it a purely keeping up or is is it now that you know what you could have? Because of social media? I think it's similar to that. We we hadn't really seen many extravagant weddings other than celebrities. And now on Instagram, it's just like, oh my gosh, that's my new dream. 
So your expectations are so much higher. And truthfully, I think a lot of the parents' reputation is staked in the wedding. Oh, interesting. Especially with other cultures. And like I took a call on the Ramsey show and an Indian guy called in, young guy, and he said, hey, I need to spend a half a million dollars on my wedding and I can't ask my parents to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it and I'm in debt. And I was like, no, you don't have to do this. But it's a but deep culturally, culture there's thing. a lot of pressure to have mm-hmm. a big, I mean, multi-day wedding in some cultures, and I just think we've gone too we've gone too far. Can I say this, George? This might be the champs talking. I also think we put so much stock and energy and time and focus on this day that we've Especially like ne- brides. neglected the marriage part of it. Not everyone, but it's almost like we've become this shallow society with what's celebrated is what it looks like. And the long, beautiful tables with all the arrangements, which, which all that's beautiful. Nothing is wrong with that. But also, people put themselves, they're so stressed, they go into so much debt for it. And then, at the end of the day, you have the bills, and then you're two years into marriage, and it's like, man, did we did we focus on the wrong things? I wonder if people ask that, if that's a thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you invest so much time and money into the wedding, but not into your marriage. Yeah, like, so that's insane. I told my brother, my younger brother, when he got engaged, I was like, listen, just take the wedding budget, cut it in half, keep half of it for counseling, <laughs> therapy later, that and the smart. other half. Uh, I mean, I'm kidding, because again, if you have the money and you want to, you know, throw this beautiful wedding, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. There's not a moral thing to it. But I just think the question needs to be more so where is our real time and attention? Because the marriage, oh, it's that's the lifetime thing. Yes. I know it sounds cliche, but it's true. I'm like working on that and focusing on that is so much more. And I just don't feel like we do that as a culture anymore. Well, and let me say premarital counseling is a must. Yes. And as a caveat, Financial Peace University, going through that with your spouse to be is so important because most people don't have these money conversations. And with a wedding being very financially, uh, you know, a huge investment. You got to know where you stand, where your values are, where your boundaries are. What is the budget? What? How do I actually accomplish this? And so getting on the same page with money is one thing. Getting through a wedding alive is another. It's, another. it's just a lot you know, of stress. It's a good experiment. You know, if you are an engaged couple, having a set amount of money for the wedding and you both working at it together, it's kind of your first run and like, hey, here's what it looks like to work with money together out of this fund or this account um, I just pulled up the Google sheet from our wedding budget, no, and it is—it's so nerdy, Rachel, Stop that it, it. would Stop it. like it would blow Does your mind. Just love to you see, for it, though. Yes, <laughs> it is like here's where we bought it from. Here's the date. Here was the amount. Here's the amount we estimated. Here's what we actually spent. It is super nerdy. Well, we worked on this together, and we were under budget. There and obviously, go. this is aside from the free wedding. There was a lot of other expenses. We threw an after party to have everyone there. So there's a lot going on there. But what's interesting is that a study from 2014 showed that weddings that cost more than $20,000 were 1.6 times more likely to end in divorce. Jeez. Oh, so if you adjust for inflation, that's about twenty five grand. So why do you think that is? That there's a correlation with the more you spend, the higher chance of divorce. Gosh, I mean, is it the priority thing where you're putting your priorities? What your priorities are in life? Is it more about the an appearance, you know, fueled idea of something than actually getting to the heart and the soul of the people that are actually getting married? I don't know. That makes me sad, though, because I want to be able to believe, you know, we always say here, and I just believe it, too, that money's amoral. It's not good. It's not bad. There's so I hate that it makes it sound like the more way. money is involved, the more likely they are to divorce. That just— 
I don't know. I yeah. wish that weren't true. I mean, and just to be clear, our stance on spending on weddings is never go into debt for it. And what we're seeing right now in culture is that there's now wedding loans. There are. One so if you don't have the money, you can still get it. One in five couples will use loans or investments to help pay for their wedding. 41% plan to use a credit card and charge on average $8,000 for costs. So yeah, And here's the problem, Rachel. They're going, well, I'll get the points that'll pay for the honeymoon. It's genius. This will oh, all work they, out. They like work the credit card thing. They think yeah. they're beating the system by putting this all on a credit card. So don't, do not do this. Shake my head. Starting Shake your, my head. Starting your marriage off in debt, in new debt, is a terrible way to start. And it's only going to hurt your chances of the marriage succeeding. I would also say, George, just cut the fluff. Like the donut walls, all the photo booth stuff. I know we mentioned that earlier, but I don't know. All that stuff, I'm like, people just want to, or in my opinion, they want to dance, have some food here and there, be with people, and then they're going to go home. But all of the extra stuff, I just think is unnecessary, especially if you're on a tight budget. Yeah, because the memory you're going to have is not like, oh, remember they had that donut wall the memory yeah. is like, we had so much fun on the dance floor. That's it. That's so just it. play some loud music. That's all you need. That's all you need, people. But again, doing your research on this stuff and asking yourself, hey, if we spend $2,000 on this, we can't spend $2,000 on this. For example, uh, our home down payment, um, a future car, all the other things that are going to happen as soon as the wedding is over and real life hits. And so I just love not putting all of your eggs in that basket going, we spent 30 grand on the wedding and now we have no money for a down payment. We have no money to live. In oh. the honeymoon, I would rather spend it towards and that. And it sounds like we're being downers on it, y'all. Debbie Downers, we're not. We love a good wedding. Just be smart and just know after the day is done, it's done. And don't let your emotions drive decisions. Here, That's right. That can happen so which There's a lot of emotion when it comes to I weddings. Know. Oh, George, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of glad I'm done with that. <laughs> yes. And here's another caveat. Don't delay getting married because you want a much fancier wedding. No, I hear people say that too. Like, well, I'm waiting because she really wants her special day. I'm like, listen, sorry. Go get married. Marriage is so much better and richer and wonderful than the day. And call out to the guys who have been dating their woman for like nine years. What are you doing, dude? Peter, get off the and get pot, married. All right? Get <laughs> Gosh, it drives me crazy. I'm like, dude, propose already. What are you waiting for? What are you doing? If you're not sure now, like, you need to go some intensive counseling and either let her off the hook or put a ring on it. That's my hot take, Rachel. George, marriage and family therapist right here. Golly, there's a lack of commitment with our generation and with the ones after us. That's the truth. And they're scared of getting hurt, and I understand, and they're going, well, I want my freedoms. But, like, <laughs> we see marriage in a very different way. Like, it's two becoming one. Yeah, it is. It's that beautiful picture of unity. I mean, it really is. And I, I'm all for it. I'm Agreed. all for marriage. And combine your finances after you're married, not yes. before. After you say I do, become one even in your money. That could be Ooh. a whole other episode. Wow. All right. We're getting some hot takes here, Rachel. All right, George. So it's almost the end of the episode. And we like to close out every episode with guilty as charged. This is where our producer gives us a new guilty as charged question every week and we have to drink to it if our answer is yes and if we're guilty, give give the reasons why. You ready? Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm All right. Is this wedding themed? No. Oh, good. I didn't. <gasps> we're I out know. of it. Sorry, yeah. Have you ever not added something to the budget because you paid for it in cash? 
Yes. Yeah, I'll admit it. <laughs> How often, I guess. Is really Do you know my last one? <laughs> what was the last one? I'm going to throw back to a first or, first or second episode of Smart Money Happy Hour. Shalotsky's. Shalotsky's. Went through the drive-thru, <laughs> drive had some cash, never reported it in every dollar. <gasps> Do we nerve. think you should? I guess that's really the question I'm asking, like, also. Should, is that okay? Where did the cash come from? Do we know? I really, I open, I, I was going to my wallet to get my debit card, and I saw like a ten, and I was like, perfect. We don't know where that came from. <laughs> so I can get an extra. It felt like a free meal for a hot second, where wow. I thought I don't have to report it in my budget. <laughs> That's fair. So I did. I so do I'll, that. That's I. I'll done, to it. I've done that multiple times. That's real. Is that bad? No, it cash oftentimes in today's culture feels like free money because it exists outside of the system. It's not tracked in your bank. It doesn't come out as a transaction. And so it's like, no one saw this, Rachel. I know. My Shalotsky sandwich and me. I pay for my haircuts in cash, and I don't know where that money came from, the cash. Like, I just had it, but it's not in the budget. And you Wait, didn't add what? it? Yeah. I don't understand. You had to take the cash from somewhere. I don't remember where the That's cash came mine. from. That's how mine. My $10 like bill for Shalotsky's. Just... Every time you get your haircut. Well, now I'm running out of cash, so I have to go <laughs> to the bank and pull it out. So that'll come out of the budget oh, for I my haircut you. budget. But I had cash, extra cash had laying some. around, and I was like, I need cash to pay for this to get my yeah. discount. Oh, man. So you're guilty. I'm guilty. Take a sip right. of champs. I'll drink to that. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say if it's a consistent thing in a consistent category, it needs to be in the budget. But if it's a one-time, we, there's grace here, people. Grace there's grace deep. for you yet. <laughs> what about if someone gifted you cash? Oh. Like, like, that's another thing. You know, like, do you need to include that in no. there? Because technically it was no. never accounted no. for. No, I, I budget income. Agreed. So, no. If if I was given— Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's a free-for-all. Yeah, I don't know. Not enough do you people hide? Here's me my cash. question. Like, maybe grandma at Christmas. Or, yeah. Like, 20 bucks got, like, in the mail to you because— Who's sending me $20 cash in the mail? My grandma sends me— and my husband sometimes like twenty bucks in the mail. I still get birthday money. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> From who? My in-laws. Oh, that's nice. I know. So See, I go spend you it on me. I don't put it yeah. in the budget. I don't put that in the budget. Treat yourself. I go treat myself. Respect. It ends up in Shalotsky's at some <laughs> point, probably. Gosh, <laughs> out of all places, you could have spent it, Rachel. What do you get? What's your order oh, no. at Shalotsky's so everyone knows? Uh, number one, no black olives. What is that? It's delicious. The original. What is that? You just keep saying more question. words that don't describe. Is it a sandwich? I don't, I don't question Shalotsky. Yes, it's a sandwich. It's, it's is it a like a sandwich. deli sandwich? Yep, yep. You got some salami. You got some ham. You got some turkey. You got some lettuce. You got a tomato. You got mayonnaise and mustard. It's so good. Literally the only person I know who's ever been to a Shalotsky's. I will just say that right now. Whew. All right. Who's closer to finishing the drink, Rachel? You're doing pretty good. Uh, I think I am. We're about even here. Uh, rating on this drink, I'm going to go 10 out of 10. I am too. You would, I, I can't taste the difference in like a very crazy nice bottle of sparkling wine or champagne. Yeah, which and technically, it, if it's not from the champagne region of France, it can't be called That's right. Champagne. That's why I said sparkling wine. Do you appreciate Prosecco. that? Prosecco. This one was brut. Brut. Or brut. Brut. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What was the cost on this bottle? It's <laughs> just as bad as you. Lindsay loves her champagne. I didn't even have any. Just <laughs> How much was it? That was just real talk. Wow. How much was it? It was six ninety nine. Seven bucks for a whole bottle. So I'm gonna break that down to like a dollar, less than a dollar. Yeah, for no, sure. That's definitely incorrect. Wow. Because you could probably get five glasses out of a bottle, which wouldn't that be like a dollar? Only five? I feel like yeah. It depends no, that's on... on average. I looked that up. Okay. So we're talking about a buck. That's pretty good. About a buck. 
It's a little over book. Yeah, but yeah. Dollar twenty five. That's my final answer. What is this? Price is right? Why do I have to get it closest to the number? Who cares? (laughs) But you can find it in the show notes. So everyone check it out. See how many glasses you can pour and how how much it is for you. And this is a this is a wedding tip. Don't spend a bunch of money on fancy champagne. Yes, no one cares. Go to Trader Joe's. Go to Trader Joe's. Your friends have right. no taste. They have well, they, no they, idea. <laughs> Especially if you invite Lindsay. She doesn't know. She didn't know what's happening. Not a clue. <laughs> All right. So uh, get the link. Get the rating in the show notes. Be sure to pick some up before the proposal blizzard hits this December. And if you've got a Trader Joe's near you, I'm just a big Trader Joe's fan. They've got a great selection over That's there. That's right. All right, George. It's closing time. You know what that means. So if you liked this podcast, this episode, please make sure to subscribe. Hit that follow button. Follow us on social. We're at Rachel Cruz, at George Camel with a K. And if and, the spirit leads, leave a review. And I hope you get proposed to this uh, this season, if that that's is. in the cards for you. Wishing big things for all of our single friends that's out there. nice, George. I agree. And if you're married, go to counseling. And uh, don't forget your anniversary. <laughs> And if you love this episode, make sure to share it with a friend or even better, maybe a bride or a groom, future bride or groom that's engaged, planning their wedding. Hopefully this will help them out. And don't miss a future episode of this podcast. So hit that follow button to subscribe. Follow us on social at Rachel Cruz, at George Camel with a K. And if the spirit leads, you can leave a review. Love it. See you guys next Thursday on Smart Smart Money Money Happy Happy Hour. Hour.